Dogs As They Are is the first ebook from Canine Nation. It is a look at our dog's biology, ethology, and the ways our dogs try to fit into our very human world. It's available at most online booksellers, and there is more information on how you can get it at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Tuesday, December 4th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. Getting the dog you deserve. There is an old saying, may you get what you deserve. When I first heard it, I approved of the sentiment. What you put out into the world should come back to you. Do your best, and the best of the world will come back to you. Imagine my surprise, years later, when someone described this saying to me as an old Jewish curse. So, do we get the dog we deserve as well? In her book, Oh, Behave!, award-winning author and dog trainer Jean Donaldson describes what she calls the owner's signature on our dogs. Donaldson goes on to describe how our responses or non-responses to our dogs can have a profound effect on their behavior and how they view and operate in their world. In fact, even the living situations we set up for our dogs will shape them in some way, where they sleep, when they are fed, how and how often they are groomed, and dozens of other factors that go into our dog's personality. There is no right or wrong way to live with dogs, but, as Jean Donaldson suggests, all of these little nuances of our lifestyle with our dogs will have ripples in shaping who the dog is to become. Laughing at a dog for chewing up a cardboard box will have a different effect than a quick reprimand and paying no attention to the dog as he happily shreds the box may produce a different result again. Whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, our dogs are engaged full-time in observing us and our living patterns. From the time they arrive in our homes, their first priority is to survive. That means watching carefully for what brings good stuff for them 
and what results in bad consequences. The detail with which our dogs scrutinize and analyze their daily routine is amazing. It seems that within weeks of coming into our home, a new puppy will learn the body language that means I am going to take them out. Dogs have evolved as a scavenger species. Their best bet for survival is to find ways to coexist with us in ways that bring them the greatest benefits. Given the variety of humans and their lifestyles, it really shouldn't be surprising that dogs are so good at observing us and developing a catalog of our behaviors for their reference. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, we are being watched and our dogs probably know more about us than anyone else on the planet. Once our dogs learn something about our behavior, it seems they also learn about our likes and dislikes. They learn how to suck up to us for affection and learn just how much they can pester us before we will give in to their desires. They also learn what makes us angry and how to cope with that anger to relieve the unpleasantness of the situation. So, when we return home to find our dog has gotten into the trash, they slink over to us, looking guilty for what they have done. It is much more likely that they are just behaving in a way that they know will take the edge off of our angry response. They are not really feeling guilty at all, just trying to minimize the unpleasantness of the situation. For others, returning home can be a frenzy of jumping and whining and licking in greeting. Many a dog owner has responded with, All right, all right, I know, I'm home, while bending down to calm their dogs and move them back into the house. Little do they realize that they are not discouraging the frantic display at all, but actually encouraging it by giving the dogs the attention that they are looking for. I'm often amused by the dog owner who manages this kind of greeting, only to turn to me and say, I don't know why they keep doing this. I keep telling them to get off, but every day it's the same greeting. The one thing that our dogs cannot observe is our intentions, and this can sometimes turn the dog owner's world upside down. The intention might be to tell the dog that something is not appropriate by bending down, pushing them away, and scolding them. From the dog's perspective, their efforts have produced the desired effect. They have solicited and gotten both physical and verbal attention from the owner. You may intend to discourage the behavior, but if it continues or even gets more frequent or persistent, we are actually rewarding or encouraging that behavior. The results are the opposite of the intention. Every minute you are not training your dog, your dog is still learning whether you realize it or not. They are always watching and evaluating the outcome of every situation. They are looking to see if they need to do more of something or less of something to get what they want. Dog owners ignore this simple fact at their own peril. If you are not as aware of your situation together as your dog is, they may end up training you. I see this most frequently with dogs who are persistent. Whether it is barking or whining or pacing or nipping to get what they want, these dogs will repeat the behavior over and over. Often, the owners start out resolute that they will ignore this behavior and not give in to the dog. But as the minutes wear on and life's demands weigh on them, they eventually give in out of convenience, just to get the dog to stop the annoying behavior. What the dog learns is that if they just keep it up for long enough, 
they will get the results they want. One approach to this is to use punishment with the dog, whether it is yelling at the dog, putting them in a timeout, or even using a physical correction. The goal is to make the consequence of the annoying behavior more trouble than it's worth for the dog. But this approach comes with an interesting side effect. You may intend to stop the dog from barking at you to go outside, but we already know that dogs can't see intentions. Unless you are careful, you may actually discourage the dog from coming into the room you were in when you corrected him, or stepping on carpets, or coming close enough to you that you could poke him. When you stop a behavior, you may be stopping more than you bargained for and maybe even stopping things you didn't mean to stop. The alternative, for me, has always been to remain mindful of my dogs while I am with them. This can be a lot of mental effort, particularly when we have puppies, who seem to soak up everything like little sponges. But we have found that if we are consistent with our dogs from the beginning, things can fall into place pretty quickly. By carefully responding to our dogs in ways that they understand, we make sure that they know that certain strategies to get what they want will not be successful. We're also careful to encourage those behaviors we want by providing them the rewards they like when they give those behaviors to us. Patience is a big deal in our house. Our dogs are taught to wait at the door, to wait for their bowls at mealtimes, we practice having them wait for treats instead of snatching them from our hands. The message here is that the calm dog gets the good stuff and the pushy dog can wait. What has been surprising for us is the speed with which other dogs come to accept our routine when they come to stay with us. There will be a few days when the guest dogs will try out strategies they use at home only to settle into our routine in a relatively short time. Do we get the dogs we deserve? Yes, I think we do. We do that by accepting what they give us or by teaching them what we would prefer from them. Some people even make a practice of teaching their dog that most of their behaviors are not acceptable and that way assuring the dog will not act out. As I said at the beginning of this article, there is no right or wrong way to go about it. So is this a blessing or a curse? We all have the dogs we deserve. We have, for good or ill, placed our signature upon them, and they are, in large measure, what we have made them. We have done that through conscious effort or sometimes as the result of our sporadic inattention to them. But they are ours, and they are who we have shaped them to be. The good news is that it is never too late to change the dynamics if you want something a little different. Until next time... Have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. The new Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine. Each essay now includes author's notes, and the book includes all new introduction and epilogue essays. You can get Dogs As They Are from the new Canine Nation store. Just go to caninenation.ca forward slash store. We offer Kindle, EPUB, and PDF versions. Or you can click on the store from the menu at the top of the Canine Nation website. 
Dogs As They Are is also available from most online booksellers, such as Amazon, Kobo.com, and Booktango.com. And it will be coming to other online booksellers, like the Apple iTunes Store, very soon. Just search for Dogs As They Are. It's a great read and only $2.99. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.